1: Block
2: Talk Radio. Block Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. This is your host, Rachel See Truth is just around the corner, but I don't need him right away because I have my special guest with me to be here today. For those of you that have chimed into to Facebook, you know that our guest today is Bebe and she's right here so she can say hi. Hello, everybody. Yeah, see that? I have my own guest today, so teachers truth needs to get his personal guest and then they can come in together and... No, I'm joking.
1: <laughs>
2: Anywho, thank you for joining us today. Um, for those of you that are just tuning in, feel free to give us a buzz, 646-478-5123, anytime during the show. We're going to have lots of wonderful information around publicity, marketing, events, you know, really getting into the nuts and bolts of how to work an independent project. So, y'all go ahead and get those pens and papers and pads so that you can write down phone numbers and links and all kind of information. You know how we do here is tea time, so I'm going to go and make my cup and make a cup for my guest because I'm hospitable like that. And um, when we come back, we're going to start the show off with our guest, um, Ms. Dee, Dee, and we're going to... We're going to start the show today with um, someone that we've gotten a lot of feedback on. Sarah Burns, if you guys remember, she was on the show a couple of weeks back, and she has a phenomenal video for her new song, "Shotgun Wedding." So check this out. We'll be right back. A,
3: a
1: Great big smile. You said my skin was too dark and I wasn't your child. It killed me, then it still hurts me now. But I ain't built the complex, but I'm still like, wow. You couldn't read or write, but you could argue and fight. Couldn't figure out my lunch forms to
0: save your life. But you was on a chase. Only for that paper, though. First dude in the hood i light skin. Had two other kids that look just like him As for me, I was always a black sheep. you was praying for a boy But oh boy, you got me You can't tell me you ain't give me these gifts, And ain't no paternity test denying this So now I ain't gonna tell you that my life was hard I'ma lift up this veil and just show you these scars It's just a shotgun wedding, that's all Just a pure raw coming from my heart What you want to say? I'm going to get it anyway. Let the tears dry on their own. Nothing could stop me. Who's gonna help me with my gown and stand all proud? Post flicks in the courtyard like that's my child. Blow kisses to the limo while I'm off to the honeymoon. I'm almost positive it won't be you. You was unfit. That's why they took me away. Intoxicated, butt naked with a gun in my face. Used to say I brought you in, girl. I'd take you out. I believe you. That's why they shot up a house. You had a body of a woman. Presence of a dog. You were moving silence. Never scared of who? No one. That's why. I take one and no one. You sent the mob of girls to jump me on a junction. I leaned on them. That's what set us apart. I knew it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. So now I ain't gonna tell you that my life was hard. I'ma lift up this veil and just show you these scars. It's just a shotgun wedding, that's all. This is pure raw coming from my heart. You wanna say, I'ma get it anyway Let the tears dry on they own Nothing can stop me I'm leaning sideways on the pulpit Trying to find the valve off the top I'ma do this,
1: listen, listen, listen I've been through the hoopla the scream the ride Now the bus is too high I'm like one in a million though Got the over metal on the four feet First
0: row, Just This is something truly special Drift to stay laying in the hospital With vegetables you my heart, you my love, yeah Us together have the whole world running scared Cause this is something that they want they never had Once they finally get it, get it, they keep the it back Still a daughter of a broken home I mean six and stones may break my bones But I'm married to the game And it'll never jerk me Got my breathing up, let me
1: re-up I'm ready, 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 ready
3: Keep the intro Butterfly, when you look in my eyes And your cologne still turns me on And your kisses, they still make me warm I'm so glad, so glad we kept this love alive so long And I'm so glad I'm so glad we kept our love so strong Still can't wait to see a smile and face walk through
2: that have joined us in the chat room we welcome you, thank you for tuning in feel free to um, send in any requests or questions through the chat room or you can always call in 646-478-5123 follow us on the blog at www.indereview4u.blogspot.com we love hearing from you guys it really makes our week especially when we get good music you know what not the applause. Ah, oh, we have applause. We are moving on up like George and Weezy in the radio world. We have applause, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't know what to do with myself. Before we go any further, uh, we're going to let C-Truth give our greetings all over the world because, you know, he's the ambassador of goodwill. Uh, C, you wanna-
4: Yes, as I usually do, I say good morning, good afternoon, good night, buenas noches, buenos dias, konnichiwa, Salam, namaste, assalamu alaikum, alaikum, good day, Nehoma, bonjour,
5: bonsoir, and what up, son?
2: What up, son? That's the Brooklyn for y'all Brooklynites. What up, son? No, you that's what we do. Anyway, it's a beautiful day, right? Oh, yeah. So we got our tea jump off. Our guest is already here, right. so we don't have to wait for anybody to call in. We love it when that happens. So we are going to start the show early because we have so, so much to talk about. So sit back and we are going to introduce you to our guest Dee Dee um, from ABC Publicity who is, as you read her bio, she is known as the best PR and marketing professional specializing in music, nonprofits, and entrepreneurs since 1999. She has been in this game for a long time. So without further ado, we're going to introduce Didi. She's going to tell you a little bit about who she is. Right, Didi? Where she comes from, why she does what she does, and then we're going to jump into some practical information about how to work your projects. When you need a publicist, a publicist, when you don't need a publicist, why it's important to have a budget when you reach out to your publicist, you know, let me say that again, why it's important to have a budget when you reach out to your publicist, Right? So Dee Dee, tell the people a little bit about Dee Dee.
5: Well, hello everybody. Um, oh, it's on speaker, official <laughs> uh, here. Yes. I am, as they said, owner of ABC Publicity. It started in '99. Prior to that, I uh, had been doing things since high school. I was always in promotions and uh, doing my side hustle, but not knowing what I'm doing. I'm just doing what I love. And so passing out fires and networking, teenage nightclubs, hair show, everything. So I was enjoying myself doing that. And from there on, I just on into going to college, getting that degree, and understanding the book sense of what the heck I was doing. I moved on from getting that marketing degree and then uh, combining that with the radio experience because I was in radio for about three years. And uh, as radio and records always do, you know, switch around every six months, they let me go. They booted me out. And uh, so, you know, since I was already doing the side hustle, you know, writing bios, promoting stuff on the side, I feel, okay, well, my husband and I said, no more part-time being entrepreneurs. Let's go full steam ahead. And that's what I did in 99 ABC was Created. And since I was always working with music and artists and my love and, and culture is hip-hop, of course, that's where I was headed. So I started working with hip-hop, independent hip-hop artists, um, doing promotions and marketing primarily until about 2002 when I took over and became Tony Terry publicist, R&B artist Tony Terry. He was a publicist for his return album, and that's what kicked me over into the PR side of things by 2003. 2004, 2005, it became all that we we do and encompass now public relations and publicity for uh, artists as well as small businesses and nonprofits. So I primarily handle the public relations side and the marketing kind of faded, you know, as things change and you get fine for you know tagging and street promotions and and putting flyers we 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 went through that and radio and retail started you know disappearing and everything was going online and luckily I had already built myself online I was doing that since in the AOL chat room before blog talk radio and building my database and and my contacts and uh, networks. so I was already prepared for this once it hit in 2003-2004 about that so just transition to PR uh, still consult on the marketing aspect but not doing the hands-on anymore and so that's where
2: I am well that sounds like a great place to be <laughs> that's a lot so so you've been able to witness the change in um, the traditional marketing and PR aspect into the digital marketing and PR aspect I know from a label perspective once you start to notice the switch happened because a lot of your new media people, your digital people, were being transitioned into the marketing role of becoming project managers. So as an independent, what were the changes that you saw um, from the traditional, you know, long lead magazine, weekly publications, monthly publications, to blogging, dot-coms, online magazines? How was that transition for you?
5: Well, like I said, if you weren't uh, focusing on online and, and building up your network, I always was handling things, being that I worked with hip-hop artists from a grassroots level. So grassroots starts with the streets. Well, I was using online as my street. And so when it did start trans- transitioning, like before the bloggers existed, we had what we would just call e-zines and so forth. So we were moving from the typical magazines, um, and they were downsizing before they are completely out of existence now or just online, Um, that's what I was doing was just knowing that I had to be a step ahead. I had to focus online. I was already building my network, my contacts with these e-zine publishers, and they've come and gone, and then it it transitioned into becoming bloggers and to the social media networks And, and then understanding that and being prepared and ahead of myself once Facebook came up you know, and it's based around college, colleges, I was still a member from the beginning. When Twitter was just starting in the beta stage and it was mainly just techie people, I was there in the beginning. We, we knew that we had to be one step ahead because if we were going to work with our clients and know and understand and be able to train them, that's one thing I'm still – like even now working with Arrested Development, I remember speech calling me the social media mama because I had to teach them what hashtags were about and understanding that and now he's even I call
2: him the king of Twitter because he's he's taken over and, you know, taught me a few things. So how about I don't even know what hashtags are. I just know that people put it at the end of their tweets and at the end of at the beginning. Oh, okay. See, I have no I have no idea. Um and it's interesting because as a publicist myself oh. I have not submerged into, I have not transitioned completely over to the new media and digital piece, Um, and sometimes in conversations with new clients or, you know, developing relationships, that's one of the things that people always want to know. They want to create the story online first because that's where people look. Whenever you hear of a new artist or a new product or service, the first thing you do is you Google it, and if there's no picture online, then you kind of miss out a little bit, so then they get disenfranchised and uninterested and, and, and they move on to something else. So, because a lot of our listeners are independent artists themselves, um, uh, and we'll, we'll get back into the whole digital and new media conversation, but one of the things I want to address today is time frames when it comes to putting together your team, knowing when it is vital for you to get someone to do some PR for you. Now, I know that um, you consult uh, you didn't always consult, though. So, so you did. You were knee deep in the work at one point. Um, at what point does an independent artist that has very little budget uh, and very little information about how the business works and the state of the business today, what information would you give them as far as um, reaching out to a publisher? What should they expect first? What was it back up? When do they need to reach out first? That's the first question.
5: well um, I feel, and I wrote this article back in actually 2000, 2001 in in um, um, Mike magazine, uh, music industry, uh, music industry connection, John War, and he it was when do you need a publicist? And basically, I said you need a publicist once you have built your fan base, you've done all the buzz you can in the area that you're at. So if you're in Atlanta, or if you are in the Bronx, or wherever you're at, and you've done every single. A venue every single any type of media outlet you should have reached out to you should have connected with every promoter You have done every and anything to the extreme Then you take it to the next level now mind you I always say the first person you should probably have on your team while you're doing this is a manager and in these days And times it's difficult to find a manager. I constantly have people come to me. Please be my manager. You know this business You can do know I'm not a babysitter. I have seven children. That's enough but Having that will help relieve as you're going through meeting and connecting and networking that person that's business-minded, that's professional. Sometimes it could be your homeboy. Sometimes it could be a family member. But they have to be and know what your goal is, whether it's to be signed. Some people still want to have that claim to fame, national, international to be signed, or if it's just to be, you know, internationally known on the Internet, you know, and whatever your goal is that manager has to know it and make sure that you're working towards that and they too have to develop their contacts and connects if they don't already have them. So that would be first and foremost. I'd rather work with an independent artist that hasn't a manager or that they are so business professional minded and understand some of the ins and outs of this business. And then at that point you get to a a publicist and talk about
2: what what your next moves are because you've totally out you know, outdone all your uh, resources. And we talk on here a lot about knowing the business. So in order to get to that point, you have to do some research on your own and know, you know, how to develop those relationships and so on and
4: so forth. Definitely. We're here. if in review here on Blog Talk. Call us up if you have a question for Dee at 646-478-5123. And I have a question. Now, let everybody know some of the many things on a day-to-day basis that a publicist would do or someone Uh, Would do as far as marketing and artists or project and just importance, because many people think oh well I can just be a publicist publicist I can just do this you know and it's not really that big of a deal
5: well first of all there's a difference between marketing public relations and publicity marketing encompasses all much like I said I started out doing marketing on the promotional aspect On sales distribution I was the connect between the radio retail aspect and and just putting the marketing campaign together you're gonna have to do the public relations which the media aspect comes to it so marketing encompasses all of that so you have to look at it from a big broad stand. luckily I have that background and no one understands when they come to me for PR public relations there is a dynamic first of all communications is what public relations is you know how to communicate to not only the public, which is who we're trying to reach and grab the attention and become your followers and your listeners and so forth, you need to know and have the contact with all these media people. That's public relations relating to the public sharing your information, who you are, be able to communicate it in a very professional and profound way and a unique way. That's what makes us so dynamic. You may be able to write a bio. You may be able to put your press kit together. But now how are you going to reach them? You know, you're an artist. You want to keep with your artistry. Do you want to sit here and have to deal with the media and learn their talk and know the technical ways of how you're pitching them when you call TV producers? Understand to see if uh, you have an event. Is it on the books? Like, do you understand really these things? Do you want to take time to do that? No, you would rather let the publicist handle that for you. It does take time. These are things that I, even myself, from a marketeer, had to learn when I took on the public relations role. Publicity is just getting those hits or impressions that you see. Every publicist, I feel, can do the publicity aspect. You can make the contacts. You can get your your artist or your client on the blog but now do you you know how to relate it and give them the analysis of who they are beyond the impressions even the social media do you understand all the intricate parts of that some artists I feel they don't really care about it but if you they don't they don't see the importance they don't they don't understand it what once you do but some of the publicists out here don't even know themselves they're not giving that that information and it's very vital for them to know um, to whether or not their brand is going to exist, if their followers and fans are being reached. So these are definitely things that, you know, they would need to know, and they need to know the difference between
2: that. So do you want to take time and do that by yourself? Maybe, maybe not. Well, as we've witnessed, some people have taken the time to do it by themselves, and it was not a good look. <laughs> but nonetheless, we all learn. It's all a learning experience, um, and... Sometimes people have to hit that brick wall before they really get it, and unfortunately, a lot of times people have spent thousands of dollars doing the wrong thing, and then when it's time for them to really need the big gun, they can't afford it um, so my question so so the first question was when do you you know when do you need it? The second question is how much p r does a new artist need so and when I say new um We've had people on our show that have toured the world. They're not interested in getting a deal. Um, They open up for different people. They travel. They sell their records everywhere they go. Um, They open, they they sell out venues. They perform all over the world. Um, I would imagine that that, um, pitch, the way you work that project, is very different from the person that is local. Um, They have a passion for music. They've been able to create some stuff in the studio, in the home studio. Uh, now they're ready to branch out just a little bit. They have no idea about the ocean because they're still in, in the pond. For those people, what would you tell them in, after reaching out? What are some basics, like three steps that they can take to make sure that they're prepared for you to come on and work, and work with them?
5: Well, much like I said, if you've done all that you can in your area, you should have already had that press kit together. You should already have, you know, a complete professional bio... When people come to me and...
2: Explain, explain
5: what a press kit is. A press kit consists of your biography, which tells who you are, it can also include a one sheet that kind of brings, like, if you have performed at the Apache or BB Kings or wherever in your area you've performed at, it will list these things that you've performed, that you've done, your highlights in, in what you have, whether you've had write-ups on on blogs or in magazines, you were the featured artist in the vibe indie Uh, section or source these things you would want to put what we call clippings in there so you would have these impressions all inside your book if you have a album and you want to list that information in there you can again have another one sheet with just your album listed with the things that um, the songs that are on there uh, what to expect of this album and of course You know, you can have it done electronically, what we call EDK, electronically put on your website for someone to go and view it, or you can actually print it up and send it out um, with your CD. Um, sent to so if you came To me and, and it would also include your prom- Promotional picture of course different pictures of, of you and the band or you As the artist um, again Comprised inside the press kit You bring this package to me and I'm I'm Impressed you bring it to me <laughs> And it looks very professional and you Don't have your name written on a CD With no number or anything With a sharpie and it's, it's Done it's print and it's beautiful I, I will I will want to talk to you Further but going to conferences in my bag, if I come back home, I have probably, and I don't know why, but 85%, 90% are still written in Sharpies or they don't have all their contact on there, um, you know, to get to me and to go further to the consultation, to share. Because I'm I'm looking at you like you're taking your business professional. If you just hand me this, you're not taking professional. Why would I I as a publicist or why would I as a, a radio producer want to even talk to you any further?
3: Right.
2: Right. It really is about how you show up in this business. We are talking to our guest, Didi Cochita, and you can call in with any questions you have for her at six four six four seven eight five one two three. And I mentioned earlier about um, some of the guests that we have on our show, and some of them have been phenomenal. We're going to jump into one of them right now. Our guest from last week was my new favorite song. Because I want you all to listen to the words, right? Because this is my new favorite song. It's called You Don't Know by Colette. And uh, that's my old favorite song? I have a lot. I have so many of them. Uh, We're going to jump into that. We're going to be right back with more from our guest, Dee Dee. And we want to talk a little bit about the initial conversation, how people want to talk you to death and waste your time as opposed to be ready to rock and roll. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Don't you just love that song so I was talking about last week how I have to get my short list together so that I can send that out to you know some people that might be interested in being my boo ain't nobody really interested I'm just saying we could put it out there and see what happens we could throw a whole bunch of stuff on the wall and see what sticks right you do that okay so uh, we are here talking to Didi Cochita we're on Twitter we're on Facebook. I'm actually tweeting, believe it or not. Uh, we want to give a big shout-out to Raquel, who's joined us in the chat room. That's our girl checking us out. Um, we love her. And if you have any questions for Didi, myself, or C, can reach us at six four six four seven eight five one two three. So today we're going to – we're submerged in this conversation about publicity, PR, and we're talking about when people reach out to us as publicists, right, right? Um, Sometimes the language is a dead giveaway. APR. When they hit you and say, I need APR," or I need a publicity, that's a hint right there. They don't really know what either one of those things are. But nonetheless, you give people the benefit of the doubt because that's what we do. We're loving spirits, and we want to we help people. That's really at the core of all the stuff that we do. So anywho, um, so then it's a the back and forth with the emails. It's a the back and forth with the phone calls. It's, um, you know, we're sending you this. Oh, the agreement. It's always a matter of urgency until it's time to start the work. And then it's like, oh, i got to get my money up. Oh, I, ha- I have to talk to my investors. Oh, I need to do – I don't know what that's about. How do you handle that? Well, first of all, when I get
5: a call um, – I have come to the point spiritually in my life and because of where <laughs> I'm got at. To I gotta get, got spiritual. To get spiritual. First of all, hello, how are you? Good morning. I get this Hey Dee Dee, um I heard you were the best or blah 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 or somebody referred me to you and I I need this, I need that. And it's all about what they need and it's not about just the hello, how you doing? So I slow that down. Then we'll go into okay, what is it you're looking for? Okay, and what have you done? And then I get that and then okay, what is your budget? Mm-hmm. My husband. That, that should be your very first question. <laughs> but as nice as we are, I I just try not to do that. But now I'm straightforward. I'm very forward. You have literally five minutes with me, you know, um, because they are usually interrupting my day. As you know, as a PR professional, as a m- we are constantly moving. I'm you know got ten tabs open on the the, the Mac, my boyfriend, and I'm also you know on the phone. Probably had, was had somebody on the other line when I hung up, you know. We, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at my notebook with these to-dos I'm crossing off. There's, you know, so much that we have going on. So I'll give them, you know, that benefit of the five minutes. But you have to clearly, you know, again, what have you done? What, are, what do you need, your goals, and what is your budget? You know, because I, I've told the independent artists, I will work within your budget, I will work with you, but first of all, I need to know what you've done into that. Then we go to the email, now send me your project because I can't work with you. So, irregardless of we've got all these questions done, I've got to hear you, I've got to see you, send me the website, send this. Well, sometimes weeks go by. And then I get a forward from somebody I never heard, nothing in the email, right. and right. And then they'll hit me the next day and say, did you get my email?" And I'm like, no, I didn't. Actually, I should have got it that day. Right. I asked you to send it to me. I was thinking I would see it within a day or so. Me and my team will review it. We'll get back to you, and then we'll talk more because now I know what, you, what you've done. I know what your needs are, and I know what the budget can work in. And myself or the other account execs I work with, we can now break it down, what we can do. Because you know, that was one thing everybody would, uh, and I actually had some people come straight to me and say, what do you charge? Like what is your, what is your fee? (laughs) And I said, you know, really in the past, with records and, and 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 record companies are booming and everything is doing great, you know, I'm working with national artists on the record labels and they're paying me because they've got a budget. You know, an independent artist, you know, they were making their way getting it somehow. You know, we could say, oh, because we're in Atlanta, we charge you know twenty five hundred to three thousand. We're in New York, we charge ten thousand. We're in L A, we charge five thousand. Like these were the going rates in the early that I could sit here and get or charge. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and that's what we do on a national. If we break it down local, you know, 1,500, yada, yada, yada. So I got out of that. I, I started gearing it towards just what your needs are. Right. And we could just break it down from this and work with their budget. Right. If they're willing to work, then cool. Otherwise, so I appreciate and respect the fact that some people came and said, look, what is your budget? You know, and then say, well, I ain't got it. Let me get to my best. Let me get my Like, you get back to me. Right. Then we'll talk about, you know, whether or not we like this. Because I was like, you know, you have all the money in the world or not. And I'm not. I may or may not like you, you know. And again, everything is opinion opinion based. Everything is opinion based. Mm-hmm. You could be the wackest artist, and we can still find an o- audience for you. But mm-hmm. me and myself and my team, where we are at spiritually, mm-hmm. um, you know, growth-wise, even for our company, why do I want to take on something that my, you know, colleagues and constituents in the media world are going to look at me like, Dee are right. you stupid? Right. Okay, we're not going to help
2: you build this man up. You know Or this woman So that's where, what you got to do And I think the same thing applies When we when we get these artists That have these really Derogatory messages I know that there was a time And a place for that At one point where You know You had your gangster rappers And people were in the streets And shooting up this And bang bang that There was other things Though going on There was a lot more balance But now I have a really hard time Even digesting That conversation I mean I get music all the time And I listen to it And my mouth is on the floor Not only are you not old enough to really be talking about this, but are you serious? So, and I and I just I simply just say, you know what? I don't work these type of projects.
5: Do you ever?
2: Do you have a line as well?
5: I keep throwing the word in spiritually. I keep in. I keep doing that like and saying, but I do have a, a place that. I just I just won't go there anymore. Um, I have worked with artists in the past that you know. Again, I come from the hip hop world, but I understand your hustle. I understand, and you know, I mean, I, I think um, Soldier Boy really did it. Uh, Master P did it. People didn't like him, and he did it. They, I think, are marketing geniuses. Like you know. Soldier Boy changed it for everybody, you know, and now you can't go and repeat what he did with YouTube. You've got to come up with something you and unique. So I, I sit there and respect and love the fact that they had some intelligence about what they're doing with their marketing aspect and their branding of who they are. People say, oh, he's whack. But he was a great Branding, marketing genius for that young little boy to do what he did, yeah. and now look at him. You know, who cares what you think? He's got money. You know, who cares what you think? He's doing what he loves right now, and so I can respect that. So, you know, even if I, I if I have an artist that comes to me, and I had a couple, and I didn't like. Their music and it, it wasn't derogatory or or, or anything but it just, just didn't hit me again music is opinionated just because I don't like it maybe one or two right to form of art one or two might like it on my team they have the passion if I feel they got that passion I feel they're business professional they know a little bit but now they're coming to me you know as the expert to enhance them I'd be willing to work with them mm-hmm. but there's just certain limits I can't get past if you're not professional, period. If you don't know a little bit about this business, I mean, I, because, again, I come from the grassroots, straight in the streets, we did it, to now, boom, the Internet tells you everything, Google it. You can pick it up. I don't. I just can't stand laziness. I'm sorry. It's it's done with me. I have seven children. If my son came at me and asked me a question that he couldn't go and look in, my parents used to tell me, go read it, look it up in a book. That was go crazy. to the library. Look in the dictionary. You Are you crazy? Why come to me? Like, you have this brain. You have this capacity. Learn, find, it, and then come back. Well, c
2: Truth and I always talk about how this industry, this business in its current state is one of, the only industries where you can achieve moderate success and know zero, nothing about the business. And when I say that, a couple of people have actually gotten offended. I guess there were ones that didn't know anything about the business. But when what I, what, what I say that, what I mean is you can press up music. You can go into a studio, create a sound or a song, press it up, go to the street, to the grocery store, to the swap meet, and you can sell your music you can actually create an income by doing that locally. So that's what I mean by moderate success or whatever the definition of success is for them. And that's fine in your local market when you are are in the pond. When you are ready to go into the ocean, you have to understand the rules of the ocean. And this is what I think you're speaking to. Take the time, respect the craft enough to take the time to learn, at least learn the moving parts. Know what marketing is. Know that you don't have to spend a gazillion dollars on radio out the gate. Why are we doing that? We've even had VP, Jeff Pearson, who's the VP of Urban Promotions at Universal Music Group. It came straight out of his mouth. Don't do radio first. You don't need that. What happens when you play radio is nothing <laughs> by itself as a standalone is what I'm saying. You know, I get that it's important and I get that when you're working in a local market, it's fine. That PR piece, I think, is super, super important because it cr- connects your dots. If you get if you get radio in your local market and there's nothing else going on, you just you got to spin, and it's like the tree that falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it. <laughs> so,
4: especially nowadays when you talk about, and I had a conversation with a friend of mine, Crazy Owl, um, the other day, where you have people coming out with something every five minutes. Literally, like there's something new popping up somewhere, and that gets someone's attention or whoever's attention. So it's like, okay, people are on to the next, like, immediately, like so fast nowadays. So it's like you've got to do more than just put up a video, than just radio. It, it, it's so – things are easier now because of technology, but it's a lot more that you have to do as well because of technology. And I'm sure that comes into play with what you do, Didi.
5: Yes, most definitely. Like if I don't keep up with social media and networks and how to follow and all these other um, technical aspects of it, I mean, I'm going to be a failure at what I do. So I have to be, again, a step ahead. If my assistant that works with me is not a step ahead of me, Mm
1: -hmm. why
5: am I having someone assist me to be my protege, to be next in line, to take over, if she can't be ahead of me to help challenge me and keep me moving forward, and so as a team, if I'm working with a, an artist and he has no clue or she has no clue, we're fed, We're doomed to fail. Why? Why even be in in this to to go forward? So yeah, you definitely. I, that's my first and foremost. I won't get past
2: that. All right, Mama. Well, thank you so much. Um, we're going to jump into another song because that's what we do here. Speaking of indie artists. I'm going to let C. Truth pick this one because, you know.
4: Well, we're going to do uh, one of our peoples, H-I-S-D, coming straight out of Houston. And congratulations to them working with Audi now. Yeah. And uh, this one's called Cranberry. Big ups to them and the whole peace of mind movement. Yeah. We'll be back with some more in review here on Block Talk, 646 478 That's the number. Call in if you got questions, comments, or what have you. And also join us in the chat room. We're waiting there to talk to you.
0: We go together like a moon to a planet, and some folks can't stand it. But I still won't damage the roof here. We back and forth like the hand on the clock, dear. Two steps in the pocket on box dear. You in the right place, we can't stop peers. To the left, cost thousands and a few cheers. I stepped right towards you, round made a few fear. That I would break it down, they see me getting loose. But instead I kept the move and I dipped you. Couldn't find what a vibe on the high juice. By the air, ready to stare on the floor, rootin', cause I'm next to ya, so give my best to ya Celebrate it cause the stars all the line with ya Moonlightin', you it when the beat ripens She rock on lock when the drink stops hey, Drink over here, fill it to the top like it's the new year ah, Chicks over there, long hair, don't care, just move every year. Oh, Hands in the air, such a good feeling cause the weekend's here yeah just taking our time,
4: we left the past behind, we just enjoying the vibe. The weekend, a new begins like the Arab brim of a hat, put on your thinking cap, don't be twisted off the bottle of that flat trap, they
0: want to format your rap to sound like that, we track, the crack, the radio, our galaxy's
4: too wide to be sucked in the status quo, the same song, all around the world, get our name on, get the game on, like a jump ball with no call. A free for all, the music you can lock up in your own backyard. Never stay boxed up, no room for advancement,
0: pal. Cracking a smile like the male enhancement. guys, going hard on the daughter.
4: We glide like dust, but feet flapping underwater. Harder than you see, like otter pops, frozen and rhyme. We got skills for the trade to barter. Drinks yeah. over here, it to the top,
0: like it's the new year. It's a Long hair, don't care, just moving everywhere. Hands oh, in the air, such a good feeling, cause the weekend's here. We just taking our time, we left the past behind. We just enjoying the vibe. Turned off the news this morning, opened the paper. New family in the White House, new neighbors. My man down the way, got the hookup on the cable. New channels to watch, new vision, new statement. Hot, new options for the customers. District in your iPod shufflers All the mechanics say I need a new muffler But I need some new shoes, that's the birth of a hustler They let my kids go out that box last year Took a minute, but it got the new job, new crib I really can't explain how the newness makes me feel So I'm living every moment like it's the new year Dexter, Dexter, no worries, no pressure Cranberry nectar on the rocks, no extra new Terry suspenders, new pocket protector He's so cranberry every day, coming fresher over here, it to the top like it's the new year Chick over there, long hair, don't care, just move your derriere Hands in the air Such a good feeling, cause the weekend's here yeah.
4: Just taking our time. We left the past behind, we just enjoying the vibe Fresh out of jail, after mama post bail. Post-graduate from Yale. yell and wake up School days break up Broken hearted at the boy, well, hell, drink up Cattle one vodka, cranberry, lime, twist, chubby, checker Test player, bass player, new layers to the cake Like the movie, let's relate,
0: get them high as it takes No beef, bring a plate, this is broccoli, have a taste of the good life, good life, good life, be a little better, better. let toast, make the most of your giving cheddar. But we don't see it all the
1: same, hell and Keller. Fellas grab umbrellas, told her he can make it rain, But the sun is why right. she came. on it heat, on it deep, on it rhymes, on it dance away the pain. Yes, it's 11.59, one minute to the end. As we start over again, then. Hey. Breaks over here, fill it to the top like it's a new.
2: To this. I, cool, you know, uh, they joined us for a little stint, and we actually have some live footage of some conversations with them about uh, their projects and their language. We want to give a big shout-out to everyone that's in the chat room with us. Our guest is in the chat room. Didi's in the chat room. Uh, welcome Dana Mack from Cali from Pasadena thanks for joining us our girl Raquel is there Lady Ginger she's hopping in and out but we know how she does she comes and she goes we have some other guests that we can't see your names but we are so glad that you decided to join us today so we have been having a conversation about publicity especially as it pertains to uh, independent artists uh, with our guest CD today and I was sharing with her that we, uh, our boy, Re- Reality, uh, has blessed us with his list of 10 things you should know as an unsigned artist. So we're just going to briefly go through a couple of the things on the list. We've already spoke about most of it, um, but just for the sake of information, let me just go through the 10 tips really quickly. Networking is one. Unique material. Work ethic. New media. Teamwork. Be able to take criticism, performing, marketing, learning the language, and never giving up. Those are his 10 steps. We've pretty much talked about the new media piece. One of the things I want to talk about is being able to take criticism. A lot of times we find ourselves, you know, um, as media as professionals in this business, dealing with in the, in the state that they're in now, a lot of our time has been educating our our, our, our clients about what it is that we're doing for them the ideal client would already know and even have an expectation I'm okay with that because then we could talk about that but it's different when you have false expectations when you think you're going to get on the cover of a magazine that doesn't even exist anymore right like I want to get on the cover oh, do you know that that's been out of print for three years like we need for you to know these things how do you prepare your clients for criticism
5: well, first of all, I think one of the things I said, you know, we on, on there does say learn the language, you know, and and do know about this business. Um, I I really can't work with somebody that doesn't know how to listen. Mm-hmm. Communication, the most important thing for me is listening, and I spent probably. Most of the time listening, as even from the very first conversation, I'm listening to their goals. I'm asking the question, what is this? I'm interviewing them, and I'm listening. Now when it comes time we sign on the dotted line, everything's good, and like you said, now I'm spending more time having to tell you these things, I will let the contract go. I will I will say, we need to cease, we're not working. And my husband knows, I rant and rave about venting about these things like you were so perfect a month or two months ago now we're running into problems because you're not listening if you came to me you felt you did your research and I tell people before they even sign them online with me I'm googling you I'm checking you out I'm making sure you're legit you have a business you're with the state of Georgia you're with the state of New York I'm already looking you up you need to be doing the same thing with me and if you came to me already doing that then you should respect the fact that I am the expert that I've been in this business long enough that you should trust when you put that money down and you sign the agreement that your your um, brand is in my hands now and I'm going to take care of it so now listen to what I'm saying because I'm not going to steer you wrong because the goal is why we're doing this why we signed this agreement so if you have lack of faith if you have that and you can't and the criticism aspect is important this business is a beast if you those things already start showing me signs I know you're not gonna be able to take criticism because like I said even if I don't really feel fully love all of the music, and I'm criticizing, and I will criticize. I will bring in, you know, my points of this. And that. It's constructive. I love you. I took this project on. Now let's work through this. Listen to me. I'm bringing the right people around to work with you. If you're not listening, as an artist, I understand you're creative, but you're going to have to separate yourself. It's interesting. I work with Karis one, and I love the fact that you say you're talking to Chris Parker right now. I want to talk to Chris Parker. I don't want to talk to KRS-One, the ego, and the artist. I want to talk to the business professional, Chris Parker. And he can separate and say, all right, you got Chris. (laughs) But then when the head and the ego comes back, I know KRS-One, and I'm not talking to you right now, Chris. You can go on. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing I expect. And he understood, turn that on, turn it off. And I think artists these days, because they're so caught in their creativity and artistry, I just want you to go be an artist then. And let me do me, and I want you to do you. So if we want you to cross over in the space, you already signed. You should again study to know the business, understand marketing, all these great things you said. I agree with this list. You should have already had this. Mm-hmm. So
2: let us do our job. Yeah, and it's um, and I think it's really important to point out there's a there's a huge difference between personal uh, feedback and professional feedback. I'm not saying this because I woke up today and I felt like you know what this song is not the single. So, you know, as a professional that's been in this business for a while, if I'm there's a reason, and I will be more than willing to share with you the reason why I don't think this particular song, you know, a is just not a hot song, b it's just it's not what's popping right, you know, like, and nine times out of ten I've given your music to my peers that do this every single day, but don't give it to it doesn't mean that they're correct all the time, but but if you give it to twelve people and ten of them say that it's not a single, then the chances are that it's not a single. So, and I think you're absolutely right. It's important for these artists to put their best foot forward in looking for information so that they can feel comfortable in trusting the professionals that they hire to work their projects. It's really, really important. Um, just so you guys know, we, uh, the lines are open. If you have any questions for Diddy around PR, uh, social media, any, anything for myself with The Truth, give us a call at six four six four seven eight five one two three. 478 Those of you that have joined us in the chat room, you too, feel free to uh, event by by Belinda. Thank you for joining us. Um, anybody else that has any questions in the chat room, feel free to give us uh, a buzz.
4: Absolutely. But once again, the number is 646-478-5123. And two questions uh, for Didi. Number one, how do you maintain the balance? between everything that you do, um, you know, from task to task, job to job, day to day, and so forth. And uh, number two, I don't know if this is actually something you could answer, but there's a question from the chat room um, that says, my brother is 23 and he wants to start a nonprofit for urban youth skateboarders in Los Angeles, mid-city area. What advice would you have for him? Okay,
5: balance. Um, Rachelle and I were just talking about this. Um, back in the day, I used to do my motto from my hometown Nike and I can just do it. You know, I just was on that path. I just do it. I wouldn't look at it. Whatever was going on, just do it. Well, I got to a point where I was tired. I wanted to give up. You get to that point, you and and some of you that know me, queens never quit. I I I had to stop and look at the balance wasn't there. A lot of the things that I was doing was just way off. I had to stop and look and get in tune with me and detach myself from my clients. Now, you mentioned a good thing about, you know, um, personal and professional. Again, the criticism aspect, we do have to keep it very professional. Um, But like you said, some things are, you know, it's personal. It's opinion. However, when it comes to as a publicist or as a PR person, we do get wrapped up with you personally and your lives. I however do know to keep the balance between the professionalism and personal and I believe some of the clients don't and I had to I had to check them on some things and say much like you're talking to BB the professional right now and you're still talking to Dee Dee, the professional when you are speaking your personal life. I do have people that have to share what's going on with home because it affects them as an artist. It affects them, and I, as their PR person, have to protect their brand, their identity. I will not allow you to look bad in public. I will not allow this. You know, you're maybe you don't need to do an interview today because you're in a crappy mood. Let's let's move this on. So I have to I have to look at the professional and personal. I protect you, your brand, your identity, and all that. So I, I make it very clear, and all that. I'm still the professional, but I know how to balance and be in tune with with what's going on. To answer the second question, Dana, um, you've got my email, so I can go fully more into that with you, um, because I'm not really in that creative space to think um, fully about giving advice on on that. But you know, in the first thing I always tell people when you're about to start stuff, one, we already talked about doing the research. So if there's not a skateboard park or or a nonprofit that's doing something for these youth. You know, it sounds like he's got something unique. Um, Do the research as far as what's out there. Then network. Get with the correct people that can help align you or be a resource. So I always say do that once you've made these contacts. And, And make them with with other nonprofit organizations or even your key political people, like get all people involved, I do political, I do um, nonprofit you know organizations, and I, even some entertainment people you know that will help be a spokesperson or do that. so once you've got all these things lined up and then you've got your your plan and action in order as a as a business, no matter what nonprofit or business, have your business plan ready. To go, you thoroughly research. You've done that, then you can take your next steps. And 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 of course, the everything you know in that aspect, marketing, PR, you know, up, location,
2: everything will come into play. But you and I, Dana, can wrap more about that later. That's great because um, you have seven kids, and so balances. I have a dog, and, <laughs> and she's a hot mess. So getting so I, kudos to you for your balancing act because. Sometimes I'm, you know, and you're right, we do get engaged with our clients. And I remember having a knockdown, drag out, I'm not going to mention any names because everybody knows who she is, in the middle of the BET Awards because she picked up a shrimp. She cut in front of a line of journalists (laughs) in the press room, picked up a shrimp with her bare hand, saw the look on my face. I don't know what the look was. She dropped the shrimp back on the plate and stormed off. Really? So I, I'm i just like, you know, I understand that there's a history of bad behavior. I understand that there's some things that you're going through in life. This is not acceptable. I dreaded the next day to look at the blogs and the tweets and everything about this girl in this amazing ball gown covering red carpet for BET, picking up a shrimp with her hand and dropping it back on the plate. And it was a hot mess. Needless to say, my next conversation was, "You need to find yourself another publicist. Mm-hmm. because when it pulls you all off your balance to the point where it's like, "Okay, now it's affecting your relationship." Yes. It's time to let it go. You have to know. You have to know when to let it go. Um, my question to you is: At what point do you release the, um, clients? You know, I sometimes when you've worked with people for a really long time and you really, really believe in them, but their behavior is so destructive that there's no way that you can your efforts can outweigh their karma if that makes any sense and I know we don't normally talk like this about business but that's very real when people just cut up all their lives and here you come with great intentions and you're able to create things to help them manifest what it is they want to accomplish but the things that they do are so destructive to themselves that your work is falls on deaf ears when is the time to let that go
5: Oh, well, you know, when I start seeing stuff like that, destructive behavior or things getting out of whack, you know, then that's where we have to, again, put our personal hat on but still be professional because we have to let them know the things that you're doing is affecting your brand, your identity. While you're out there, what you're saying, you're not thinking. And so we have to put them in a clear state of mind. I had a person that I actually referred a therapist to because – you know I think there was some personal things going on and I could only take so much of the venting and the release and this and that so you want to want to share that but even at that point if it's still not like if you've given them all the alternatives you love them you're supporting them you know then it then basically it's time to go and I will straight up just tell you that we've got a part ways and and I'll keep it very professional and you know if they say but why you're well because of the fact that there's a lot of things here I think that you're going through on a personal level that's affecting you on a professional level, and I can't continue to protect that. I can't continue to do this, and I think you're headed down that path. That's it. You, I've given you X, Y, and Z. You, you're you not adhering to these things. Then we'll keep it moving, and that's all you can do is let go. let
2: go. My goodness. Well, we have, I'm sure that the, the, t- the story that we can share, far outweigh the time that we have available on the show. <laughs> but if any of you guys have any questions or if there's something you want to share with us from your experience of from either having a publicist or meeting a publicist, feel free to give us a buzz at six four six four seven eight five one two three. We can run it hop into another song. Come down to Our girl Lady uh we'll be right back. She's on Verve now, but she was independent for so long, and um, she really has paved the way for a lot of people in this business to really do their thing, and I had no idea, and I'll be honest with you, until I really started to sit down and think of the concept for this show and what I wanted to create with this show, I, I knew that there was an influx in and just a vast uh, pool of talent in the world. I had no idea, though. Some of the people that have come our way have been absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. And for those of you that are listening for the first time, if you go to the blog, www.indyreview4u.blogspot.com, you can listen to all of our previous shows. There is some amazing information on there about how to work your projects, how to get gigs, you know, all types of information. So we welcome you to do that. And you can always email us at uh, indyreviewcd at gmail.com. And make sure when you go to the blog that you like us, make sure you follow the blog. Follow us. You know, we like that. We like to be followed every once in a while.
4: All right. We're not stalked. There's a <laughs> difference. There's a
2: difference. I actually don't mind being stalked. So if you, if there's anybody out there that feels the need to stalk, there's one in particular. I'm trying to get this guy to stalk me from D.C. Uh-oh.
1: But he's afraid of me.
2: Um Mr. Randall. Uh, he's afraid of me. So I might need some advice on the next show about how to get the stalker to stalk you. We'll talk about that later. I'll send him Colette Song. How about that? I'll send him.
4: Exactly. Call is up 646-478-5123 if you want to legally stalk now. The the, the professional stalking way where you have carte blanche to do that. That's the number to do it at. Uh, another question for you, D.D. How do you handle a situation. You know, you have Twitter and all these social networks out there where you have a client that you're working with who sends something out via Twitter that's extremely destructive or or bad for their image and so forth that you didn't necessarily know about. They did it on their own. How, How do you handle something like that?
5: Well, we've had a couple that have said things that are not too too bad but something that i wouldn't like to my liking as far as you know them growing their brand and they, they might have to explain later but anytime you put something out there it's out there i don't care if you delete it i made a mistake and did something i thought i sent a direct message and i put my number out there on the you know i mean you have to be careful in what you think think before you you post anything but um how we, how we handle it is, is basically, I mean, we, if we felt it was, again, something that's derogatory that, you know, might have some questions that people will come really hard at, we would, we would ask to, for it to be deleted. But, again, if somebody's already retweeted it or put it out there, then we have to answer these questions immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to them immediately, your followers, whatever that person said. If it's something, it was what she was feeling or is what he was feeling at that moment. If it's upsetting, you know we would again directly handle these things. I've become a mediator and handled crisis communication, so it's 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 vital you know, and I think somebody mentioned the whole wiener situation in in the chat room, but it's vital to answer things immediately um I think that's
2: that's the only way you can handle something like that. Yeah. I mean, we all have had to take our crash course in crisis PR. And you know what? And also, and I wanted to bring this to your attention because I remember one time I was cruising the Internet, and I Google myself all the time. I do that. And the very first time that I saw something negative online about myself, it ruined my whole day. I was like, what? Who is saying this? So I, like, signed on to the blog, and I chimed into the conversation, and I was like, what do you, like, first of all, I thought it was irresponsible for someone to put something out there and not know, not really know me, because the information that was put, I was, it was easy to gather the information, like, who they were talking about as a client, and when I went back and thought about that client, we didn't even work together because the client didn't have a budget, yada, 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 but nonetheless, I guess the information they got was, was information that they chose and wanted to put out there, so I was devastated initially, and then what happened was the strangest thing. People, When I chimed into the conversation, people started Googling me, and they were like, wait a minute, this girl is legit, like she's doing her thing. And it immediately negated my my fear and my insecurity about what this person was saying about me. But then I also, I got some tough skin, and I was like, you know what? And I still Google myself. I understand that, you know, some of us are in a quiet taste. We're not traditional stuffy publicists where we, you know, walk around in stilettos all day and can't talk to anybody unless they have a $7,500 budget. So we do open ourselves up sometimes to dealing with people that are just, you know, they're they're finding their way. How do you deal with um, other people's stuff when it comes to, you know, who who Didi is as a publicist or what ABC Publicity doesn't do?
5: I've learned um, not to pay attention to any of that Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, You know... I, I, I've i had people say things about me And I've had even some people get upset Because I didn't answer an email back in timely matter And everybody's saying how nice Didi is That's that trite word that's always used For Dede's so nice, she's so sweet She'll answer your email like within You'll get it in, Well, you know I got responsibilities. I've grown over the years, and and somebody was so upset that I didn't answer their email within, I think, a two day period. And I try to answer people within at least seventy two hours, three days. But I think a week went on, and she hit the person back that that referred her uh, her to me. She's not nice. She hasn't even at least had an auto reply. I mean, um, you know, not the auto reply. Yeah, I want to be personal. Um, So again, what you did was wonderful. You championed it right directly on. Um, but I I I ignore it. I've learned to just ignore it. Okay, now. Yeah, I'm devastated. I mean, I will address the person. If somebody I know, I'll address it. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna address the the situation. And there's always two sides of a story. You know. Yeah. There's three. Um. You know. So I want to hear. Yeah. There is. Um. And you know. And I've played mediator between media people. And publicists, and I'm actually doing that right now with a certain scenario. And I love playing that mediator um, to find the balance mm-hmm. and to let them see there's a bigger picture. Right. You two, the the media people, we can't live without. That's our bread. The uh, client, we can't live without. You know, <laughs> that's our butter. Mm-hmm. And if we are having a problem right here, well, all of us aren't going to get paid because that client's going to just look at us. And move on, you know, it affects the greater part of it. So, you know, I I tell people, again, watch what you're saying. You know, always, you know, speak to that other person. find out what's going on. Before you put anything out there, you're damaging someone's, you know, identity. You're damaging yourself. First and foremost just by putting it out there. Why? I won't even think you're credible if you're talking about other people. Not saying this in, in a public forum, um, not, you know, for your bloggers and your, your gossipers, celebrities. I'm not talking about y'all. Y'all do what you do. Um, <laughs> we love you still. Uh, but I don't get into that. I don't.
2: And I think as pro- professionals we shouldn't get into that. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Um, back to our list of the top ten things you should know as an unsigned artist. One of the other things that's always been a big topic of discussion is the performance performance piece. And I know that that's one of our big things is getting people to come out and visit, uh, you know, see, experience, meet, connect with our artists. Um, What are some of the things that you do, especially for artists that are not as known, to get, um, aside from, of course, it's all about relationships, our relationships. But what are some of the things you do to get them to come out and, um, and see your artists perform?
5: That I do with media, is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? Um, I, I'm just lucky, again, to have that great relationship with most of my media that they trust and respect when I'm inviting them out to, some, to, mm-hmm. see, to see an artist perform that they're going to really enjoy themselves. Um, I have artists, that, I mean, I have media that actually call me back and say, I'm so sorry I couldn't come to your meet and greet. When are they performing? So I usually, when I take on artists, that's the first thing I do. I do the traditional yeah, meet and them. greet. And, you know, and we'll do it at a private, you know, place, like a Alessa Development, we did it at their studio. Um, we did more public one where we did it at the retail store. And then there were still some media that weren't able to come to both. So then they performed at Chastain Park. You invite them out. So I, you have to constantly follow up with your media. I just have great relationships. And they will. They'll email me. I'm so sorry we couldn't come. Just send me a picture and I'll still post it. But I want to check out, you know, their new stuff or their new song, Keep Me Posted. So I, I still do the traditional aspect, um, you know. I, I, and luckily, I, I haven't done too much media gifting, schmoozing, schmoozing, or anything for my media. I've just been myself. I love and respect their craft. I respect their time, and you know, and I think they respect who I'm bringing to them, and they feel it's worthy of their, you know, whether it's their blog or whether it's their newspaper or their television show.
2: We have a couple of um, guests that are listening to the show that are aspiring publicists, and uh, they want to get into the field. Uh, they want to jump in now, currently. <clears throat> what are three things you would give them? Uh, advice to start the ball rolling.
5: Well, it's interesting you said that. Just about maybe three weeks ago, a month ago, I'm I'm about to do do do-it-yourself PR for music artists. I'm kind of transitioning out of being the hands-on publicist and let my account execs do that so I can operate the business, bring in clients with them, handle them, and me do more of the training. So I'm kind of transitioning with my business. And so while I was putting this out there, I had like over 32 tweets saying, I need to take your PR class. When are you doing a PR training class? And I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? And they're like, well, I've been a publicist for a year, I've been a publicist for two, and I had some in college. I'm about to graduate. I need to take a course because, you know, they're not giving you these ins and outs. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I need to do that too. Um, so I am going to put a course together. But the first thing I tell, I mean, just anybody, we spoke about doing your research. So if you haven't gone to school for it, you know, and, and you wanting to do this, just do your research and read about, you know, the ins and outs to do some type of, again, even if you're not in college, please do some type of apprenticeship or internship. There are plenty of people like myself and other people that will allow you to work with them and you learn. You know, you too, Rachelle, sitting right here raising her hand. We <laughs> love to, I love to teach and I love to give. I just love to give. So if I'm teaching you and you're getting this experience from me, you're going to be the best person, next PR person out there. I mean, I've had um, interns that have come and gone over the years, some being working with Obama right now, some that are now radio producers. I mean, they went a different route. Some that own their own PR firms. Um, that you know that they, I, I can say I, I put a little piece there, you know, and they you know appreciate for me. But I just love the fact they went on and they're professional, and I need them now. You know, now we're sharing resources and contacts. Contacts, I'm sorry. Um, to to you know better ourselves, but. If you you don't go and learn from someone that's really doing it even if you go to a bigger agency I always tell people go to the big agencies do an internship there and go to a boutique and then find your niche find your craft and then go from there because some people oh, everybody actually I know I want to be an entertainer, I want to be an entertainer, I want to be an entertainment and then they find out that you know
1: what
5: maybe not so much maybe they find that working with the nonprofits while they're working with me was much more enhancing to them spiritually or just doing the fashion part of it was fun is working with a music artist because you can see you do have a lot of babysitting to do but with the fashion people it's fun, exciting, we, move. we do our hair shows, our fashion shows, our launches, you know, for the clothing.
2: Boom. Well, I think I might want to do fashion. So you, you'll find these things as you grow and learn. Yeah. And just be prepared to do the listing. Everybody has to update lists. So even though that's not our favorite part, it's a very necessary part. It is vital to make sure that your contacts and your list. Are updated So see Do you have another song for us Actually I
4: do And it's our Indie 100 Artists of the Week It's about that time To uh, kick that off And uh, for those who don't know (laughs) It's 100 Artists On the Fun faster Learn your rubber sports songs and this week we have Miss Rion Benson, who was born in Accra, which is uh, Ghana, and uh, also in Wales, also in India, and she grew up in an extremely musical environment to a Welsh mother and a father who was an Ashanti naval officer, but... Her mother was a singer, her father was a guitarist, so that's where she got her actual musical skills from. And She started playing piano at the age of nine and picked up a guitar soon after that and became a budding singer-songwriter. But she took a detour to get an economics degree at the London School of Economics. She worked in banking for a short time and went to Harvard as well here in America to continue her studies. And when she went home to see her ailing mother, that's when she got her passion back to do her singing once again, and she started doing numerous, numerous uh, open mic nights and club slots in London. And uh, she was compared to Sar Day, Phyllis Hyman, Nora Jones, and uh, she got connected through through, through those shows uh, to an executive from um, LA with a label called DKG, and she re- relocated to America. And the story goes on and on and on until she came out with her debut album called Gold Coast. And the rest is history that dropped in 2003. And she has a new album that she actually dropped a little bit earlier this year. And uh, we're going to do a cut from that. It is called Better Without You. It's from Miss Rion Benson. And uh, she is our Indie 100 Artist of the Week right here on the Indie Review Show. So call us up, 646-478-5123. That is the number. Uh, we still got a little bit time left in the show. We're gonna close up shopping a little bit, but um here's Rayon Benson. Better without you are any one hundred artists of the week.
2: Artist of the week We get them from all over the world Because we dope like that right
1: mm-hmm.
2: Well make sure And I'm so glad that we finally have um, You know what let's give our Indy 100 Artists of the week a round Uh-oh. Of applause Can we do that <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah we, we like that Oh, yeah. We got some applause, ladies and gentlemen. We got some applause. So we're going to talk to our guests, uh, you know, without going through a whole list of top ten things. There's one more point that I want to uh, talk about, and that is um, never giving up. You know, we encourage our clients. um, We lay out the bigger picture. We help them see their vision. And have you ever worked with anyone at some point where it's just like, you know what, Hmm, not so much give up, but, this is kind of, we did it. We did everything that we needed to do, and this is what it is. Have you ever had had that experience? No, just um, like I mentioned,
5: I personally got to the point where I wanted to give up, but most of the artists that I have worked with, they say it, but they never, ever, ever stop. I mean, if you look at a lot of the hip-hop artists that we have out today, you know, some of them are over 40, and they're still going. Um, we love you for doing that, you know. Some some other people are like, oh, give it up. Y'all need to sit down. <laughs> but I love the fact, and I don't think people look at it that they're they're never gonna give up. I mean, um, that's their love, that's their passion. They're gonna keep it moving. And you know, some people have transitioned and gone on to business owners and expanded their brand and you know, cologne and, and so forth. But um, I, I I just think artists have that passion and love being on the stage and that's where they, they fuel themselves and you know and and they can continue I mean, we have with the old school artists and the old school tours and, and cruises so there's always going to be a stage and artists for you I mean again working with the rest of the development there are Four-year-olds on up to 82, 89-year-olds in the crowd, it's it's beautiful. But I did get to the point where I wanted to give up. And Queen, that's where Queens Never Quit came up, and most people that know me, um, people in this industry, we do. We get to a point where we need to stop. But that passion, again, that I mentioned about the artists, that love that I have for communication, for marketing, for being able to take someone, nothing. And that's why I so relate to it, Hip-hop, and culture, taking nothing and turning it into something, mm-hmm. and that's just my greatest thing, so you're never going to give up,
2: never. I always refer to it as just having a blank canvas to create whatever it is that you want to create, and I think it's important when we talk about um, bring up our old-school artists, for lack of a better word. Um, it's important to understand that if you were if you were branded back in the seventies, eighties, nineties, there's still a market for you. But if you never reached your height your height in those times, it's now's not the time to try to reach your height. It's a different audience. It's a different energy. And there are tons of I mean, these like slick rigs, they still do shows all over the world. DJ Premier stays on the road. Most people don't even know who Premier is, but he's such a vital part of this business and this industry. So, you know, we have to, we have to, right? You, they just do it, right? You have to transition. You have to understand. This is my market then. This is my market now. So, how do I reinvent myself to be relevant to these kids and to these people? Yeah, exactly. So I am so grateful that you decided to join us today, that I twisted your arm. No, I'm <laughs> the truth, the truth And I, I mean, since you laid up, you know, let's get it popping. Um, no, but it was a really great show. Lots and lots of information on the show today. Um, and I hope that everyone that listened in, that you were able to pull something from it and that there's something that you heard today that you were able to use. And, again, if you want to hear the show, again, if you missed anything, feel free to go to the blog www.indereview4u.com dot blogspot.com and we want to continue to share information and enlighten our listeners and give them the necessary tools for them to go out and affect change in the world through their music and their craft and their art and get a publicist <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else or not right if nothing else be sure that you're in a row that you've done all you can in your market that um, you've created your little niche in your pond in and, and the role of your publicist is to help you uh, connect the dots in the ocean. Yeah, if you go to a bigger pond and you give them a big fish, she or he will connect you to those bigger fish. Uh, any parting words, C? Uh,
4: I just want to say, be sure to pick and choose your battles wisely, so you may return another day to win the war. Don't sell it for crumbs. Get the ingredients. Oh, it could be if you like. I mean, that's my daily site. Don't. Sell it for crumbs. Get the ingredients to make the cake. The ingredients
3: to make
4: cake. Exactly. Don't sell it for the crumbs. Aww, get the
2: ingredients to
4: make today. the cake. You Aww, know what I mean?
3: Talk
2: That's how I usually Aww. end up. She gave the daily slide. I love when that happens. Any final words, like how people can reach you? or? Okay. Okay, for those of you that don't know me listening,
5: because I have my wonderful girls in the, in the, There, I would like for you to go to uh, Twitter. I'm ABC Publicity on Twitter, or you can just email me d d d e e d e e at abcpublicity.com. And I just want to give a shout out to my son. He said he was going to listen Long Hair Shorty on Twitter. He's an aspiring artist and has has been a music uh, producer for quite a while. And I thank you both, C and Rachel, for having me on the show. Thank you. Didn't have to twist my
2: arm. I love being here with you all. I love New York. She loves New York. Um, And as always, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. We are so happy that you are here with us today. And we send you lots of love, lots of light, and we'll meet you here at the same time next week, same place. Uh, And we are out.